When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 224 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We are, we have a strong Thomas Gillen. Between my mainest man, Billy Saylor. Yeah. Kyle, let's get a shot of Kyle. Quick Kyle shot. Oh, he's flexing. Flexing. Everybody wow. has Gillen on. A little more enthusiasm. I would, I would like to point out that uh, here. Willie was wearing that when he signed it. He handed him the Sharpie. It's like, Thomas, would you sign it? That's not true. He went T.P. Gilman for you mm-hmm. with the signature. So yeah, autographed copy. T-Pain. Okay. <laughs> so, quick rundown in case you're just now um, getting conscious and don't know what happened this morning. One, Allie Reagan, returning world silver medalist, back in the world finals, used a decapitating headlock. Gregoreva, to uh, make to make the finals. Victoria Francis in the bronze match. No, excuse me, Victoria Anthony. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Victoria Anthony in the bronze match, and then the other two, Haley and Tamara, are out. Both reached the quarters. Both, all four made the quarters. Yep. Which that's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, Japan rolling as usual. All four in the finals. Jeez. And they're the crazy thing about Japan. No Icho, no Yoshida, yeah. no Tosaka. Yep. Those are three Olympic champions. They're just like, we'll just take. Are they taking the year? Tosaka's like, what is she? I don't know. And they had a couple others. You know, in that, um, by the way, the journalist picks for USA Wrestling. Oh, here we go. The kids in the lead. Um, despite, I, I put, so Japan listed two girls at the one weight, and I took, I took, I entered the other one. Mm. And so I, I picked somebody that's not even in. And uh, I picked Sophia Matson. So, yeah, Christian picked something that wasn't even listed, so that didn't help either one of us. But uh, Japan's just so amazing. Uh, their women's program. They had a girl that last year beat Ronna Heaton in the Cadet World Finals. Right. One year later, she wins the world. She she won. She went from cadet to senior. World she champion. won Uregan. She won. Two, <coughs> yep. Amazing. Amazing progression, and uh, they're really the. The gold standard nation. I mean, they're the best at what they do out of any country at any style, mm-hmm. right? Bar none. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, and it's amazing the depth that they clearly, clearly have. You know, you don't often think of, you know, you think of Greco, you, um, you think of those Eastern Bloc countries, but uh, Korea, North Korea, South Korea, Japan, they're getting good at, they're getting really good at Greco too. You know, uh, Japan had a, Japan had a, yeah, Japan had a, really a, nice. a Greco. Champ Korea had one in the finals, or a champ. Um, what, what did you pick for in the in the universe or the USA Wrestling Journalist pick? They asked you for the tiebreaker was uh, nations. This is hard nation. So so the tiebreaker was top uh, the top five nations in terms of medals. Yeah. So I went. I probably should I should have switched this. I went Russia, Japan, <clears throat> Azerbaijan, Iran, Georgia. That's not going to do well. If it, if it comes down to a tie, I don't think I'll be... I went Russia, Japan, United States, Iran, Turkey. Yeah, honestly, could have put... The, I just... With with USA's, you know, probably not getting any in Greco, I didn't think. But then again, Iran's not going to have any women. That's medals. right. I have them in the top five. Yeah. So... I, Iran not having good. No. R- Russia, Russia not having good, but we kind of... 
Jones. Predicted that. Nomad, you, you, right there in that chair, asked that man, not that man, but the man that sat there, Daniel Lobdell, are we going to see diminished results as a result of amplified doping? Testing. He said yes. Yep. And listen, maybe, maybe that's not why. Maybe just all of a sudden Russia's not as good at wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Draw that conclusion. There could be that. Maybe they just. They don't have a champ yet. They don't have a champion. They don't have one in the finals today. There's two days left. There's two days left. They don't have a champ. Then again, men's freestyle is their. Whip. Yeah. It's their best. They're best at men's freestyle. But they, it is. We were talking about this before the show. For Russia, they could not. They could very reasonably not have a champion. Now, it would require a man who hasn't lost since 2013 to lose. Mm hmm. Abdul Rashid Sajjali, but we think we have the man to do it in Kyle mm-hmm. Frederick Snyder. Yes, we do. Um, I, I believe a lot of people picked him. That's actually. the so Sajjaliyev, who is going up a weight and going as a two-time defending world slash Olympic champion. He's their only favorite. I, I, I don't know if he's a. I don't even know if you call him the favorite. He's their best <clears throat> medal hope. A guy that's going against a two-time defending world champion is their best. Champion hope for a gold, because the other one is maybe Rashidov, maybe um, Yugoyev at uh, fifty-seven, ninety or uh, eighty-six. Is it? Is it Kudia? No, I forget. I forget too. But it's not Kudia. Crazy, because everyone was like, he's the number two guy in the world. He's really good, and then he started losing. Then he moves up, and I guess his window was during Sajjalayev's eighty-six kilogram window. But yeah, it's and you know when you think about it for for Russia at 97 kilograms, really the best lineup would have would have had Sajjalayev still at 86, right? Keep him at 86, then you can roll out Boltakayev again, or maybe if Gadisov sticks around, you have really good guys there. Or even move Kudya up or some or whoever, I don't right? Know, somebody. Well, if Kudya can't make the team at 86, he probably wouldn't wouldn't be a great option. Yeah, at 97. Know. But a lot of momentum for uh, a lot of people like uh, uh, well, Godoyev. Godoyev, if he was around, would yeah. be 86. Anwar, where you at, man? He's are flushing you, his system. Are you well. flushing? Are you doing a juice cleanse? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not not been a good um, not, not been a, a good, good run for Russia. for Russia, which was not surprising. Sort of predicted. Literally the biggest cheaters on the earth. Although, yeah, I mean, when you watch that Icarus, I know we talked about it before, but when you watch Icarus and you know what the IOC knew and they still allow them to wrestle, or I mean, not wrestle. Do everything. They still allow them to do everything at Rio. Except. No, they allowed them to do everything at Rio. In athletics, too? They, they allowed, IOC allowed them to do anything they wanted. The only one that had a backbone was IAAF, which said, no, you're not, you're track and field now. Right. They call that athletics everywhere else. Yeah. So um, the IOC didn't do anything. Right. <clears throat> pretty, pretty why, why don't we segue from one doping story to another? Yeah. John Jones. John Jones. Once again, tests positive. Is that his third? Second. So he tested positive after the first Cormier, right? Then no, he had before the, it. Or before it? Yes. Before the first Cormier. Then he what had did he test the, positive for then? That was a, like a steroid. Was it? That was a steroid. And then yeah. the last Remember he one, claimed it came from like taking Viagra. He, he, then he, it was like a male fertility thing or something. Um, John so, Jones had struggles with, with something, with something virility. like a, uh, that's a, what, that's what he claims. It was like a male enhancement thing. Yes. A male enhancement thing. And then. I don't think John Jones needs to be enhanced. Well, you don't know. In any way. You don't know. Then I'm, that's a gas, but. he has like six kids. <laughs> he's seems, for, seems fully operational. A, he's, for triplets. <laughs> he's going full. He's going full Cromartie out there. <laughs> Antonio Cromartie has like ten kids by twelve women in nine years. That's his, that's his dime package. That's there. impossible, but it's something ridiculous. He, um, so, anyways, now this time, once again, Tarinaball. Um, another steroid, anabolic steroid. What I don't get, though, is, I mean, right, it's ridiculous. He tests positive, tests positive, tests positive. He's in trouble <clears throat> other times. It's no good, right? But 
I don't understand the timeline because the whole time he was suspended, he was continuing to get tested. He was clean, 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 clean. The whole entire time they announced the fight, still clean, clean, clean. He tested positive at the event. At like, the event. Well, I don't know how it happens. What it, he, it's possible he took it the night after weigh-ins. No, it's it's just possible that this was, stuff, this the science of this is like just more. It's just not. It's not like you test positive for like having cocaine or like weed. It was masked. There's like there's for, ways around it. I mean, it, a lot of countries, a lot of athletes. Lance Armstrong is the most tested athlete in the history of sports and never tested positive, right? So th- maybe they were on track with hiding it the entire time. Something went haywire. Something went wrong. Their science got off late. How did Lance Armstrong never test positive? I don't. He's had a lab of. Then how did they know? Icarus. You then watch Icarus? He, he had someone like that. Th- then how did they know he tested positive? The, they always say, I don't know why, but they always say the cheaters are ahead of the testers always. He was just ahead of him. Man, how can they be ahead of him? I, I think the people are just in the labs are crooked. No, no. There's ways. To, the tests are not that hard to beat. Ask You can ask a lot of people. They think they're, they're not that hard to beat. I don't know. The people are like <clears throat> WADA. Not WADA. Yeah, WADA. Not USADA. USADA is like. Pfft. USADA is all over top of stuff. But WADA, it seems like the people running WADA and the other, like Rusada. They the people wanted, supposed to be really stringent, they and to, they're also the dude. Ones. They <laughs> wanted to catch Lance Armstrong. So why do you think he was so tested? Yeah, they all thought he was. They wanted to catch him. They weren't covering up for him. He beat the test. He cheated and beat the test. Lance lives here in Austin. We should track him down and ask him. Dude, get this. <laughs> Paul, uh, attorney at law, our, our general counsel knows Lance Armstrong. Did you know that? They probably mm. cycled together. Who's faster? You tell me. I'm going Paul. Because at least he's, Paul is not. he's clean. Maybe Paul's doping. He is. He can do a lot of pull-ups for a man on the other side of 50. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Very hmm. interesting. Hmm. Connecting hmm. some dots here. Getting stronger as you get older. Hmm. 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 Can't wait till our general counsel um, hears this show and says we insinuated... That he was doping. Hmm. And, and sues us. We hmm. all get sued. Yeah. Get sued. Hmm. Hostile workplace. <laughs> then that's an HR violation. Yeah. So, hmm. 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 Okay. Um, how about... So, how... So, John Jones, <clears throat> how... Does he need to cheat? I mean, if uh, yeah. for him to cheat this much, it's almost like, well, how good would he be if he didn't cheat? I mean, maybe it really... Why does it... Uh, yeah, why would he... Why would he? Maybe he thinks he really needs it to do. He's it. the greatest MMA fighter of all but time. But he's but he can't be. I mean, he maybe has the greatest resume, but you can't <laughs> all your big fights if the you're the toughest opponent or one of the toughest opponents you face, you tested positive both times? No, I mean one of them was cocaine. No, well, no. he's failed one was cocaine and that like they were just like Okay. okay, well, we can't do anything about this, but please don't do cocaine anymore. <laughs> Can you please not do but cocaine? But this is his second USADA failed test. This is No, you're confused. Both Cormier fight steroids. Yes. Then he had the male enhancement for... No, the, the male enhancement was the no, first the Cormier fight. the male enhancement fight. was the first one. Yes. Mm. This is the first steroid. The male enhancement was what he was claiming that it was. He was saying it wasn't a steroid. I was just taking Viagra, and that was... What was in Viagra? I thought you said it was like the gas station ones. I mean, it might have been, but it was the equivalent I mean, of what Viagra does. I would just go with the over-the-counter stuff. Yeah, anything you can get at uh, Wawa mm-hmm. is probably... It's uh, probably. If I was a professional athlete... Any, I'll just go into a gas station in Albuquerque and just be like, Sheets. that one right there I need. Give me the yellow jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one of those. Um, another thing outside of this. What? Are we done with John Jones? Because it is preposterous to me that, that this could happen again. I mean, what is his like? Do you guys, every time John Jones tests positive or, or screws up or does a hit and run, I'm like, I am still genuinely surprised. Every time I like <laughs> hear this guy talk, I'm like, he's a smart dude. He's not yeah. an idiot. He must be an idiot. Or something. Does he have the worst pe- – does he have terrible people around him? No. That just give him terrible <clears> advice? <throat> what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. 
He needs the more, biggest question. He needs more to, Izzy in his the life. The biggest co- question to me is, why? Why did he feel the need to do it? Why? Like literally, just go out there, fight clean. If you get beat, I mean, what do you? Listen, it's not like you have it's this like a pick. It's like a billionaire embezzling, like doing crooked deals. You already have a lot of money. Just do it. John and Jones, you're, you're, you're the best fighter on planet Earth. You don't need the extra stuff. You don't. Your resume is already, frankly, kind of tarnished anyways, right? So if you go out and get beat, it's not like it's like you're protecting this pristine. Like Lance Armstrong was protecting this pristine image, right? It's so up and down, too. His, his career is so up, uh, up in that, he, oh, he's the best ever. Down in that he gets in a car accident and runs away from the scene. Uh, up and then he comes back and then down and he tests positive up in that he beats Daniel and then his post-match speech is everything everybody wanted to hear and it was so sincere and genuine classy so classy and then positive test two weeks later um, he could dude, be, did you hear the story Chael Sonnen told? Yes. I it is insane. Oh, my <clears throat> gosh. So Chael Sonnen is on the Joe Rogan podcast and is like. It was a while back, I'm pretty it sure. Was, it was a yeah. flashback thing. But he's like, <clears throat> the USADA, this was before UFC and USADA were like officially like. USADA could come and test, but you didn't have to like state your whereabouts and stuff. But if they find you, they have to, you have to test. So they showed up to Jackson Wink, the gym that he trains at. And he saw him coming, like, pulling in the parking lot. And he hid under the cage for, like, six hours. Right, Bradkey? Yeah, so they were like, we don't know where he is. He hasn't been in today. I don't know if he's coming in or not. Who's he? John Jones? Yes. <laughs> and so Utah's like, okay, well, we'll just wait for him. Because we're sure he probably won't want to miss a training day, so we'll just stay here. So literally they stayed there till the gym st- closed. And then they, like, they finally left. And then they heard about how... He, they heard a rumor that he was underneath the cage the whole time, and they're like, well, he probably had to have gone to the bathroom at some point. So they, like, tried to get a warrant to go in there and, like, search underneath the cage. Scrape up some pee. Yeah. Scrape up some pee residue. I'm sure that wouldn't be tainted. <clears throat> so they are, that's what Chael said. I'm sure and that then, pee would have held up in the What court. What year was this? I'm not sure. I Joe Rogan tweeted it out yesterday. and They have it. They have it all the time. Um UFC, they, they were going to do uh, a press conference a couple, a month or two ago. There was going to be a, there was a press conference in L.A. for a fight, and one of the guys didn't show up, and it was reported roundly. If I mean, if I found out about it, it was reported other places uh, that the guy didn't show up because he knew Usada was going to be there. Right. I mean, they're doping, guys. They're doping. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's pretty sad. It's, it's, Dirty sport, I guess. I don't know. So, from one peripheral sport to another, how much do you care about Mayweather McGregor? I don't care, but I do. I am compelled to watch. Like whatever happens, I'm like, I would love to see Mayweather knocked unconscious. Although it's not going to happen. Um, it's a. Uh, I watched a couple weeks ago. I, or Last week I watched like three Mayweather fights, the full fights, and wow, he's just like sounds awful, unhittable. I know, like a nothing happens. T- in the last week, somebody, somebody, I was tweeting the last night about the no hitter for nine innings for the Dodgers. Yeah, and somebody was like, uh, "You just watched nine innings with zero hits, and you tweeted that you watched all." the greco champions matches it must have been a really boring day for you so uh, yeah get to, let's get to that yeah to wrap up mayweather mayweather punches for points he doesn't really punch to knock you out <coughs> and his fights he, he's roundly regarded as the best boxing artist of all time but his fights are not very com- in, uh, entertaining which what else was not entertaining is greco this week brother and you know Nanad Lalovic, I, I actually credit him for saying on multiple occasions that Greco has problems in what it is as a product, a sellable product, something for fans to appreciate. He said it when we got the meeting notes, right, that that wasn't public, but he said Greco-Roman wrestling doesn't look like wrestling. Strong words, but that's how he feels. And then during that press conference, he really propped up Frank Stabler. Like, this is the kind of wrestling that the fans want to see, that they need to see. Frank Stabler, really, the only truly 
successful and offensive wrestler um, at Greco, right? Like no, there was a couple. So I watched every single. You know, people were people were tweeting about how boring and inactive Greco was. So, and what jumped out at me is somebody tweeted that Riza Kayal from Turkey, who won a heavyweight, did not score a takedown the entire tournament. And like, man, guy wrestled an entire world championships, entire world championship. He's a world champ. He did not score a takedown the entire time. I'm like, let me look into the numbers on this, right? So. Um, I look into the numbers, and it's even worse. Riza was actually not the most egregious, uh, not the most offensively challenged um, champion in it. Uh, Ryu, Ryu scored an offensive point in one out of five of his matches, and he's a world champion. He scored an offensive point in one of his five matches. His second match. His second match. So... Um, Fumita was the same thing. So, but when you said Stabler only, there was a couple guys. Stabler <coughs> scored a bunch. Um, Manukian. Manukian at 85, I believe. Um, 10 8, 1, 6, 4, 29 offensive points. Um, he scored a bunch. And Alexanian, Alexanian scored some. Um, and, and to piggyback on what you were saying. I think that's a, you know, UWW can be criticized for a lot of things, uh, some in their control, some not in their control. But one thing that they're clearly doing well, they're taking serious uh, the presentation of the sport and the selling of the sport, and they're being progressive in their things. I mean, you know, you want to talk about the. The presentation from France looked great. The mats looked great. They they got rid of the old mats that were yellow. That were red. they were tuned. They they were literally designed for TV in the seventies and sixties when they needed more light, so it would pop more. That's why it was yellow. Nice. So from sixties seventies, now we're in the two thousand you know two thousand ten. It looked the same for sixty fifty years. They changed the mats. The logo in the middle of the mat looked good. The um, they changed the singlets. Um, at least now you can you can look at a signet and pretty much recognize if you can't recognize a singlet it says their letters big on the back. There's no these Cold War eras red and blue with the with the names hanging off the back and half torn up. Um, right. They're they're going to seating, so they're making pro- positive things and they're making positive changes. And when they recognize, <clears throat> we get the meeting notes and it says that Greco Roman doesn't look like real you know doesn't look like the wrestling we're used to. I'm glad that they're saying that. Right. And, but the one thing, th- the reason it looks like this, the rule change they made, you had to know it was this was going to happen. This was, this was the most predictable happening of all time. Greco, one year ago, was hold position, hold position, hold position, and get that guy put down. Now it's just, well, they've all they know on their feet now is this hold position, take little risk. So they haven't been training to throw guys. So... On the one hand, do you say, well, there's going to be a natural adjustment that's going to take time, and this was going to be the absolute worst it ever looked? Or do you say the sport has evolved to such a place where there's not many more places you can go or there's not many ways you can evolve the sport? I don't know if that's true, but it could be true. Like it's the coaching and everything has reached such a high level that it's just if you don't want to be opened up and you don't want to um, give up scores – and you're, you're elite, you're on that tier, it's very hard for you to get scored on. Yeah. I mean, being sound defensively is one obvious theory. Um, it's hard to score on guys that are elite, you know, especially when you can't touch legs. Um, Mike Mal posited that perhaps it's the push-out, too. I mean, guys aren't going to even work to the edge. You're going to stay there, hold center. They're used to getting forced parterre from that. Um, and now they just, I mean, it's just, Passive this side, passive that side, passive this side, passive. I mean, they're just they're just arbitrarily inv- taking turns. Arbitrarily taking turns, and um, it could be a lot of things. I don't know. I know it has to be the rule. One thing that I'm scared of too is that at least in at least in Greco in parterre, they were the best turners, right? They're Gre- amazing. Greco parterre. I mean, you just had to love um, that was the a- strength. You had to love their technique, technique on guts, the strength on the lifts, the right. 
But listen to this. The champions wrestled 40 matches. Every, every champion wrestled five matches with the exception of Riza, who wrestled four, and somebody else who wrestled six. So in total, the champions wrestled 40 matches. Guess how many matches featured a parterre turn? Three. Three. So you want to talk about... You want to talk about trends? You want to talk about, well, the rules dictated this and this is... When when there's only three matches that feature a turn and so very, very few that feature a takedown, you have to wonder if their parterre game will start to receive, uh, start to uh, wax, you know? Wax? Wayne? Wayne? I would say Wayne. Um, Yeah, that's that's a really good point. You know what? As we see a guy like Roman Vlasov not win, mm-hmm. but then now I feel stupid for even picking him or, or being so sure that he would win when you consider how he won matches. Yeah, was, he was get he was the best top wrestler maybe in the world. Yeah, he you can't get, get the on, top. He was automatic on top with his lifts and guts. Can't get the top. There's no more force parterre. And um, an- another thing too is in in picking them. And let's be clear here. Right when we're talking about these journalist picks, mm-hmm. Greco was busted up. Oh, people, Greco was busted up. I had four. I won with four correct champs. Um, that <laughs> that shouldn't be the case. We should be able to pick closer to reality than that, right? Uh, and but you think about it, the passives are so arbitrary, and, and the rules so different, and the way they won in Rio. They can't be replicated because maybe this time you get a passive and maybe that time he gets the passive and and the situation changes. Listen, the guy that won 80, or the Armenian, Manyakin, Manyakin, 16th in Rio. He got beat first round by Lawrence. Owen won at Rio. This year? Champ. Champ. Now, in his defense, he was one of the most offensive guys. He scored one of the most here, but... The results don't correlate, right? I mean, they're not. It's a different sport now. It's yeah. a different sport now. And I mean, who was a, a year ago? Who were you saying this guy is elite from neutral? There just weren't many. Mm-mm. There weren't many at all. And, you know, and thinking about Stabler. Stabler. Go watch about Stabler's Stabler. That's, what, that's another one where I feel stupid for not picking him because he was a guy on his feet. That was like this guy is wrestling to score takedowns on his feet. He's looking for throws. He Stabler's second round match is the outlier. He wrestled Chinaev, a former world champion, um, and there was not an offensive point scored in that match. Right. But other than other than that match with Chinaev, who everybody knew was the really good biggest threat. Yeah. Right. That was the final. If if we were doing real things, and his other matches. Uh, Stabler scored six offensive points, six offensive points, six offensive points, and eight offensive points. So in his other matches, he was very uh, prolific. It's hard to score that much in freestyle when you attack legs. That's that's very impressive. So another transition from one Greco story to another. (laughs) Kayap scored five offensive points the entire time. World champ. Okay. You good? Yeah. Team USA Greco, extremely disappointing performance. Maybe not disappointing, but um, did not yield success. I mean, maybe it's like it was kind of relative <coughs> to expectations, perhaps. But five and nine for the tournament. And, you know, you're kind of kind of left. I guess this, I don't know what the word is, but not a strong showing by Team USA Greco. Um, you know, no one even. Hardly anyone got pulled into repishage even. Yeah, just, it's bad. Just Giangelo. So we're not even losing, like, to the best guys by and large. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think our expectations aren't even high. Right. right. I mean, I think we kind of sort of expected it. I don't know what else there really is to say. That's it? I mean. What would you guys make of, like, Linlin's comments where he – question the fight out of the guys in day two or Robbie Smith, you know, talking about destroying the sport. Um, I personally thought I actually was like, that was a lot of deflection in my opinion. 
Like, I thought there's just, I think when you don't get what you want, you look inward and not, I thought it was a lot of blaming. I thought there was too much blaming for me personally. I don't, I, if, if I don't get what I want, I'm not, I hope I shouldn't. It would not be a good thing. It would not be a good leadership to blame others. Well, I, I see what you're saying, but I see what you're saying. But if Linland really thought they didn't wrestle hard. Yeah, but it was that, and then it was the rules, and then it was basically everyone but, but him takes responsibility. I mean, I, I'm putting a little bit on myself if I'm Robbie. I'm not blaming the guy for grabbing Rob- my wrist. I'm, you know. Robbie's interview is very good. You should watch it. I, I uh, agree. It's, it's, it's entertaining. I think Robbie Smith's one of the best interviews out Robbie there. But- also, yeah, Robbie's, Robbie took ownership. Yeah. Um, he said they had a good camp. He said they just didn't perform for whatever reason. Yeah. But I, I don't know. That that was kind of my read. I I wasn't Yeah. I, I don't blame the rules there for the rules aren't what what hurt us. That's all I'll say. No, I just I mean I don't know what the answers are. I can't sit here and try to um you know, say what I think the I I don't know what the answers are. We're not good right now. And I don't know if I don't know if Coach Linland knows what the answers are either, to be honest with you. Right? Yeah, perhaps. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if we're just banking on these juniors to come up and save us, I don't know if that's going to happen. Right? Like, maybe. <clears throat> maybe Lamont and Kamal and Manville and Giangelo well, will be a, a great nucleus for us. But if, there, if we're not evolving and improving, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. I don't know. Here's a question, too, that somebody posed yesterday. I mean, one of our flow guys, we're watching. We're just we're watching the women wrestle, and we're shooting the breeze, and somebody said, you know, is is Kamal Bay that offensive? You know, why can't that style work at the senior level? And but here's the thing. As good as Kamal was at juniors, he couldn't really score against Mason Manville, who went one and one or two and one, right? right? I mean, so I don't want to say it's the it's the competition level, but it seems to be the competition level. Well, it's just hard to get to those the locks where where Kamal is so dangerous and prolific. You don't just get there against those guys. I mean, I mean he couldn't he couldn't get there against Mason yet, you know. And, and you yeah. can say in two three years, we got to remember he's a junior guy who was. On in the world team trials finals, theoretically a little more time, and maybe he's getting to his lock against Mason, and then a year later he's getting to his lock against yeah. the best in the world. I guess the bottom line is we all appreciate his offensive mindedness, right? Uh, we we want guys like that to be successful, right? yeah, for sure. Okay, where else, partner? I don't know. Um. Helen Maroulis, world champion. Is Helen Maroulis, where does she even stack on the pound-for-pound-ness? For planet. On on Earth. On Earth. I think right now, I, you could make the case she's top five. Um, I mean, she's the number one woman right now. Number right? one, pound-for-pound pound woman, for sure. Okay, so that's established. She did take a loss in the off-season. Off-season, whatever that means. Um, there is no season for yeah, she, international you know, wrestling. She took a loss. The only person that doesn't take a loss, though, is Sedgelaya. Right. He's the only person in any style that doesn't take a loss. Uh, and Godoyev, because he never wrestles. Uh, but of the people that compete, that's it. Even, yes, Danny Chirati took a loss. Kinchikishvili. When was, when's his Actually, last Actually, yes, Chirati doesn't lose, except to David Taylor. David Taylor. That's his only loss in, like, two years, right? Three years? No. I mean, he in 2015... Oh, he, he lost a... He lost, he lost to, to Gaji. Gaji Mugamedov, yeah. So, yeah, um, Helen has lost one here and there, but everybody <coughs> does if your name's not such a lot. Yeah. He also lost to Sabalov, too, by Pinsley. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe behind Kinchikishvili, and maybe she's third or fourth. I mean, is that possible? I think so. I mean, look at her losses are very infrequent. She slayed the goat, right? right? 
She's won. I think in three years she's won three different weights, which you can dismiss that all you want. That is, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing to do that within within three years. You go 55, 53, 58. What's was really impressive to me the whole tournament was like she is continuing to add to her game. She has so many ways to score. That that leg lace we haven't really seen that before, and she was turning everyone with it. Uh, That last turn to win it. Like that was, awesome. that was so. I don't even know what that was. She had like a, a gut with one hand, then went down to the ankle and just rolled. It was crazy. What um, and, and technique is one thing, <coughs> and technique's a thing, mm-hmm. and and getting better technique wise is one thing, and being creative is another thing. What I th- find so just odd, like oddly awesome, is that she's she's been around. We've watched her for five mm-hmm. years. It's uh, it almost looks like she's getting more athletic. I that's what that's what stands out to me. I mean, more she, than anything, is she's just more athletic. Her, she's a better athlete than than all these. Ladies. Well, it's not just that she's a better athlete than the other people she's wrestling. It's that she's a better athlete than she was. Than she was like in a in a big jump. Her feet move better. Her feel and like positioning on things. Her f- fluidness, fluidity. Um. She, She's getting better in that regard too. She's only twenty five. I know, but you know, you, you know, you look at like Yanni Doc Mahalis as a fifteen year old, mm-hmm. and then you look at him as an eighteen year old, and he's just his athleticism gets better, right? Right. But you look at Helen as a twenty two year. If you figure by twenty two, that's what you are. I, Helen's getting more athletic still when she's yeah. twenty five. It's it's. So very impressive. She's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. The greatest uh, women's wrestler in America history, bar none. She might have been last year, honestly, after what she yes. did. But, uh, yeah, cementing that, and hopefully she just continues to to win. I wonder if 58's her permanent home. Is she going to keep just messing around, going different weights? I guess really. New weights. New weights, and that was something that uh, Lalovic discussed as well. That those are going to be determined like this week. Probably, yep, probably there. Crazy, man! When we get those, that's going to be fun. Can't wait because the speculation we'll is just going to go where you yeah. know Chris Perry. Oh, wow! Now Chris Perry's really not going to have to. John Reader. John Reader. I mean, and of course, Dake. JB Dake. David. How about Jaden? Do we ever talk about Burroughs Was like. Yeah, I hope Dake goes up. <laughs> it's like he's like I'll pay him. He's so Jordan's so good that way. Yeah, he's like so, he's like he's not gonna be like he's so classy. Yeah, he's like not like or no, he was. Just, I don't care. I don't care if Dake stays. I'll beat him every time. No, he's, he's like, like no, please no, go. He's really hard to beat. <laughs> he's tough to beat. Dake's really good. It'd be great. He like joked I, around about it, but then he was like, I seriously want to like have a conversation with him. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's like, like I, I, it will make. Sure he's like, it will Mark, make Team USA better. <laughs> seriously. It will, yeah, our teams are <clears throat> so fun. And I think we talked about that a little bit. Uh, wow, just for America with with da- with those four and, you know, guys like Reeder and Perry, uh, can we get, like, 75, 80, 82, 84, 86? How about they? those are the world weights? That'd work for us. Yeah. Okay. Um. Kyle Bracky, why don't you tee it up? Where do you want to go? We got off-season talk. We could go robot. Mr. Roboto. Let's start off with Mr. Roboto. That was hilarious. Tom was Brands, great. if you haven't seen it yet, go to our Facebook, Twitter page. Go to flowwrestling.org. See the Gilman, Gilman bonus episode where Tom Brands says, no fun here, and he acts like a robot. It was hilarious. So I don't know. It's Fun been a little while. Um, <clears throat> if so, there was this thing. Do you think most fans know? I mean, you know, I know, but like, there was this thing. If if you don't know, there was this thing for a while that, you know, you don't. Iowa wins, but you don't want to go there. They just make you into robots. You just you know they you brainwash just, you. You just, you just become a a pawn of in their system. It's just a system, and they don't they have any fun there. They just grind, and and so if you. Didn't know that. That's where this is coming from. And so Tom's making light of it. You know, don't come here. We're just. And also, it's also a. Uh, 
it's it's about Penn State a little bit too because everyone just talks about they're having so much fun and it's all fun and everything's fun there and in every interview they all say the word fun mm. kale the wrestlers fun 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 so it's become like this like it was almost like a parody on that like yeah Penn State has all the fun yep they're the only place that has fun but so kind of making I don't know I don't know how to describe it but I thought it was funny yeah I I liked uh you know the Hawkeye report has kind of started doing the F asterisk asterisk like it's a bad word yeah, yeah. so we that's what we said on social and they, they appreciated that big shot to the Hawkeye <laughs> yeah. report the goat message board hater of Willie <laughs> they don't hate me breaker of chains they, do. they don't even hate me one I'm pretty they, sure the most one time <laughs> one time they tried to fire you and give me your job oh yeah <laughs> Like, but then they hated me too. Some of them. You always gotta, you always gotta <coughs> qualify it with some of them. Some, some of them. the people on the Hawkeye report, like any message board, well, one time are you said crazy it, people. One time you just said it was a dumpster fire, though. You didn't say some of the. Hawkeye. I didn't like that they. One time, yeah, I didn't like they. They were making fun of a kid, but uh, whatever. I was, oh. pro- I was probably out of bounds. I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I don't know. I'm, it's not the last thing I'm going to say that offends people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, check out that Gilman bonus episode. What do we? What do you got in here? You got, you got schedules. D one schedules. We got schedules. We're going to ra- run some of them out. We already did. We will. We will. Hey, talk about Minnesota's yeah, schedule. Yeah, Minnesota. They have a. It is silly. So they came out the last week, and I did the write up for it because uh, a lot of guys were traveling, and their road schedule is. Stupid. They go to South Dakota State, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa, and Rutgers. Oh, my gosh. That's a slate. Man, when, I when mean, Rutgers, the only notable duels that get at home are like Illinois and Michigan. <laughs> when Rutgers and SDSU are your <coughs> cupcake away duels, not even cupcake away, when they're your easiest away duels, your schedule stinks. It's really hard. Bono's already talking about that Minnesota duel. How they're going. Gonna, they're going to have that place packed, and it's going to be loud and crazy. The- I'm going. Not to put the cart before the horse, but Lezak Soriano at Rutgers? You're right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just am not like. Penn State goes really? to Rutgers. Yeah, right. Penn State goes to Rutgers January 28th. I I wonder if Penn State would wrestle Soriano. I wonder if they just forfeit to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be the. That would be the. <laughs> place would, would go nuts. Good play. That would be the. That would be the. <laughs> That would be the play. <laughs> would you, you do it? If you are Kale Sanderson, if you're Kale Sanderson and Suriano goes to Rutgers and he's wrestling January 28th, Kyle? Yeah. You go, you drive on Route 80 across Pennsylvania, oh, over the river and through the hills. You go, do you wrestle Sur- Do you forfeit to Suriano? No. I do. Why? <laughs> I, I don't understand why. I absolutely do. I don't understand why. Why would you forfeit? What is it? I just is it just to mess with them? Just to, uh, if you think so, now you're like now you're messing with them. Why not? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Sue me? <laughs> Although, yeah, I guess sorry for Suriano. I mean, you're gonna get someone that you can just annihilate. That's the thing too. I mean, if I don't know, I don't want to. They're not gonna put Penn State's not gonna be able to put anybody out there that's gonna. Go with Soriano anyway. No, they certainly cannot. So, I mean, for Kale to forfeit to him, he'd be saying, "Okay, you want it? You're gonna have this. You're gonna delight in your home crowd. I'm gonna put a guy out there, and you're gonna be have your in your moment. in your home crowd, and you're gonna attack him. Uh, I'll forfeit to you. Uh, how's that? Have a forfeit. Oh, that's what I would do. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a terrible idea. I'm not against it. I'm not against. It. I probably would. It doesn't seem like the kale move. Well, how come I said I know it doesn't seem like a kale move? <clears throat> how come when I say, first of all, kale hates forfeits. Does, does Penn State ever forfeit a match? One time they didn't have a heavyweight. Yeah, but that wasn't. Yeah, that's they had four that were injured or something like that. No, they just had one on the roster. When Gingrich? No, Neville's. One time they just had Neville's, and that was it. Huh. And that's when they pulled Jan Johnson off. He was that's, do- that's Jan right. Johnson was doing Oklahoma drills. But instead of forfeiting, they went and got him. Yeah. He, he Kale actually, hates forfeits. He would do anything <clears> to <throat> not have a forfeit. 
I think it's that's proven, right? He, I mean, I, I thought you were saying you were gonna say something. You're like, how come? Oh, how come when I go, Kyle goes, oh, you know, they're wrestling uh, at Rutgers, Minnesota's wrestling at Rutgers, and I said, ooh, maybe Lezak Soriano. You go, yeah, right. Ah, uh, because I'm like, I'm not even ready to like yeah. have my. For for Nick to wrestle for Rutgers this year, it seems like a hail mary. And you also, I mean, this I year, get what you're saying is like, I'm not, I know, I'm not carving any. I'm not. I know everything's that. in I know pencil, that. right? Until because we've heard the stories all different ways. Yeah. But so, so for Suriana to wrestle for Rutgers is hoops to jump through still. Yeah, the waiver is still not yet determined. It's <clears> not <throat> likely that they'll get the waiver. Um. Yeah. What I'm, is what is even happening? Monday they have classes. They started last Monday. There's a they started no, Rutgers four days ago. Oh yeah, Rutgers is the fifth. Rutgers. So they got Labor Day week after Labor Day weekend. Will after oh our gosh. football weekend. Well, I get this, guys. This is an this Wait, is an, what? Hold on, this is an adorable story. Willie. All right, <laughs> so here's here. I'll, I'll set it up for you. Kyle and Willie <clears throat> used to spend every weekend together before Kyle's. Uh, then girlfriend now Beyonce Olivia moved to Texas. Now, the, now they are um, engaged to be married. Okay, so Willie longs for those days of yore. Where oh, Ka- they were just all football, all just just guys being dudes for a week. Kyle, was just- right, right, right. I would literally so- go over there on Friday and then leave like late Sunday night. <laughs> okay, yeah. and they would just hang out and watch football, and grilling just- meats, and yeah, just all that stuff. So Willie longs for a return to those days. I do. I'm not there's a, and there is a weekend where Kyle's uh, fiance is going out of town, and it's Labor Day weekend, and it's always been Labor Day weekend. <laughs> and Willie, Kyle told Willie about this weekend like a month or so ago, and every uh, other day he'd be like, <laughs> "Is this the weekend where Olivia's out of town?" And he'd be like, "No, it's Labor Day." Weekend. Oh, okay, yeah. I keep forgetting. And then like he'll tell him, and like literally like I think Monday he. He's like, this is the weekend she's out of town, isn't it? And he's like, no, it's Labor Day weekend. And then today before the show, he's like, you guys are going to hate me. <laughs> but is this the weekend Olivia's out of town? And we're like, no, Labor Day weekend. Keep forgetting. You don't listen. I could have swore that the first I could have swore that the first time he told me, he said, not, not this weekend, next weekend. And that seems like that was a month ago. <laughs> But anyway, wait, we have to. We have also, you guys tell me Labor Day. I don't know when freaking Labor Day is. Well, it's in September. I don't care. Well, it's, first, what is it even it's for? like always the first the weekend of September. Holiday. What is it? What is Labor Day for? Oh, is it to celebrate the workforce? I don't think so. Uh, hang on. Oh, I, I, Kai's, Kai's going to use the Labor Day of- in the United States is a public holiday celebrated on the first Monday of September. It honors the American labor movement and the contributions that workers have made to strength, prosperity, laws, and well-being in the company. There you go. Now you have why it. don't they... Why don't they uh, honor the labor force by not charging a... not charging an occupation tax? You don't have to pay a fee for that? No. Yeah. I don't want to talk about your taxes. Uh, <laughs> ever. But you don't pay. <laughs> what do you mean? I pay taxes. Oh, oh, yeah, that's not. You do pay your taxes. It's the other thing. Here's the thing, though. So what the, What Christian's alluding to is that I didn't pay my taxes for three years because who cares? And Well, government. No, they don't care. They don't care. And I'm going to, I'm. this is going to be proven. Okay, so April, I'm like, maybe I'll do it this year. So I take my taxes in 2014, 2015, 2016. You're all good. There's absolutely no penalty. So what are you guys doing? Do it when you feel like it. Every couple of years, you're fine. Trust me. Guys, that's terrible advice. I have. I've done it. This is like the 10th time that's, I did it. That's what we call in the industry anecdotal, Willie. You think it's anecdotal? You think I got away with one? I don't know. I think... I don't know. I didn't get away with one. Who cares? Um, all right. Where to next? Oh. We we have to talk about do we have, we need to discuss we need to follow up the Maserati okay because because two days ago go on Christian's personal Twitter yeah and, and look at the video um, remember when Kyle said the <coughs> intern that yelled at us about the eclipse the not intern in yelled at us at the eclipse last episode Maserati so he's so he comes to me and he tells us that Maserati thing the intern drives an older Maserati we're like oh that's interesting 
uh, kind of a wild card. Didn't expect that. So then the intern rolls up on Tuesday, and he's like, well, Kyle, I'm sitting next to Kyle. He's like, let's find his car. Let's, let's go find his car. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So we walk all around the back parking lot, the side streets, the front parking lot. Can't find it. Can't find it. Then he finds it. He sees it. It's behind all these cars. It's but because it's the, because the vehicle is so small. It's a matchbox. It's behind another car. So we go and we look to it. Um, and it's just me and Kyle at this point. And I'm like, Kyle, that's a Mazda <laughs> Miata. Doesn't skip a beat. He doesn't skip a beat. And he says, same thing. Okay. All right. Let me start off here. You Kyle, said when you posted the video on yeah, Facebook, you, you said that I said the car was sweet. I never said that. I just said he drove a convertible. And I don't know why I thought Maserati, I obviously knew it started with an M, and then when I was telling you guys, when I was telling you guys, I don't know why, but Maserati came to my mind. I don't know. I never said the car was sweet. Like, everyone's like, how can you confuse the two? Well, I never thought it was like this $100,000 car. When, because, Kyle, when you say Maserati, I know, I know, and it I changes don't, the whole narrative. <coughs> nobody, expects, uh, nobody expects an intern. That wears a Grinch shirt. <laughs> yeah. Nobody expects an intern that looks like Napoleon Dynamite. That's he, he's twelve years old to drive a Maserati. When you say that, it's no, like I know. Wow, I know. this is an interesting story. I don't know why when then I told when you, you guys out, that Maserati came to mind. And like, it's a Mazda why. Miata, like, and it's not. It's like a, it's like a '97 Mazda Miata. Not even that. Like, I know. I but that's no. what that's what everyone's like. I never said the car was sweet. Like I, I don't know why Maserati came to mind. It just did when I told when I told you guys. Apologize. Listen, I think I'm it's sorry. You don't have to apologize. It's an adorable story. I think it's funny. <clears throat> Everyone else thinks it's funny. I think I think it built your brand. Let this not <laughs> let this not distract you from the fact uh -oh. that the Warriors blew a three one lead two years ago. <laughs> that Willie wanted to bet his whole life savings on Aaron Pico. Oh, he's and that Christian right once tweeted Iowa fans. It ain't happening. Pat Lugo is not coming. That's oh, not, that, oh! Kyle just picked all our worst nightmares. That's, that's not even what I said. That's not even what I said. That's a misquote. I said, I said. Did that, the tweet not mean the same thing? I said I would be surprised if he went to Iowa. I didn't say he's not. Okay, coming. well, what about well, the Suriano tweet yeah, that you, you deleted? That one. Hey, yeah, I did. That's the one you should have referred to. Double down. Okay, thank you very much. Boom roasted. There you go. So Kyle's basically saying, "Hey, I made mis I made a mistake. You guys have made mistakes too." He's like, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know cars, but you thought Pico would win." Fair In enough. Willie's defense, we all thought Pico would win. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Gosh. Um. Okay. What? Let's get into more tax advice. No. No. More D one. More D one. Uh, Kyle, we'll talk more up. schedules here. <clears throat> so, so looking at Iowa. They get Oklahoma State, Michigan, Minnesota at home. Go on the road to Ohio State, Penn State, and Iowa State, which will be interesting because that is the last duel of the year this year. That's Who? different. Who? Iowa and Iowa State. Like Literally, the duel before conference weekend is when they're going to wrestle this year. Yeah, no that, national duels. That's the national duels. So, Iowa, Iowa State. Duels is there the anything year. on the schedule? I haven't looked at all the schedules. Is there anything? Is Scuffle <coughs> list out? Is Cliff King Las Vegas? Is there anything... Okay, so like last year, Penn State didn't go to the scuffle. I believe they are this year. They are this year? According to Joe Williamson. Who is, what's Oklahoma State doing? I was always going to Midlands. I was going to Midlands. They don't always go to Midlands. There was that one year they didn't go. Yeah, Iowa almost always goes to Midlands. Ohio State almost always does nothing. Well, they go to Cliff Keen, Las Vegas. No, but I mean. They don't yeah. do anything on the holiday. Yeah. So, any surprises? Not that I've seen yet. I mean, really, it's just dual dual schedules that are particularly interesting. Um, Iowa gets Oklahoma State at home. Michigan, that's a great duel. Michigan Iowa is a fantastic Ooh, duel. This that year. will be awesome. Honestly, that will be awesome. On paper, Michigan might be favored. I think they are. I mean, you got it. You favor them <coughs> at Michich is favored. Um, I do a whiteboard war right now. Wow. Yeah, we should. 25. Michich versus per, um, who? Well, who? Who goes at 25 Possibly. for either school? Possibly you, Kyle. 20, well, 25, Acid um, for Michigan. Acid versus Perez-Perez. Michich versus... <laughs> Excuse me. 
Gesundheit. <laughs> Misic versus somebody. I don't even know. Lauks? Did you just put like... <laughs> Lauks? You said a, somehow you managed to say a one-syllable name in four syllables. <laughs> uh, yeah. Phil Lauks. <laughs> and then Profaci versus Vince Turk. That's a toss-up. Yeah, and then... 49. Maybe Amine. We're thinking the it's other... just Amine. Maybe we're thinking the other amino acid. Oh, they have amino and acid on the same team. They're, oh the, amino, they're the amino acids. <laughs> they have double by amino, amino, amino acid. Because they have both amines and awesome acid. I'm an idiot. But that's funny. Okay. 57, Kimmer Pantelio. That is two very awesome. differently shaped individuals. Yeah, that's an awesome match. I don't... Who who you like? I'll go... Kimmer. I'll go Kim Dog. Yep. Kim Dog Millionaire. I want to see hey, I want to see Pantelio at This is a slight deviation. We'll take a quick right. Micah Jordan Kimmer. Am I crazy that I think Micah can win that match? Like I'm not favoring him or anything, but like that's a match, right? I'm not crazy. No, I don't think you're crazy. I'll I think take, that's a really fun match that I want to watch too. I'll take Kimmer. Yeah, I think <clears> I do too. But I think multiple cracks. Listen. I, I'm taking Kimmer against anybody not named Nolf, I think. Yeah. Probably that's that's safe and fair, and I think Kimmer's incredible, and he'll be my pick to get second. Well, I mean, can Micah beat him? I'm, I wouldn't make my head explode. That's a thing. Yeah. That match is a thing. Okay. Okay, so 57, Kemmer and Pantelio. 65, the Massa. Bull, and Massa. <laughs> 74, that's, Caleb well, Young. let's talk about <clears throat> it. I got Massa. I do, too. Yeah. But I love Marinelli. I think it's kind of like what you were saying with Micah. The more cracks he gets at him, I think, the well, better the Marinelli Bull, will, do, will do against him. The Bull had problems with Valencia at Midlands. He chewed him up a little bit, right? Mm, I don't recall that. And I He think got Matt, beat by Imar on the front side. He, lose to, he, lost I, to, he did lose to Valencia. He lost to sure. Valencia, <clears throat> and it wasn't close. And I think Massa sort of wrestles the same sort of style. From space, yeah. a lot of attacks. Um, but Mass is a better version of Valencia. Maybe not quite as good on top. I so I would, yeah, I would go Mass. Uh, 74, Caleb Young versus... I mean, you go I mean. Oh, this is going to be the, the end. Yeah, I mean... The back of this duel is not good for Iowa. No. Michigan could sweep 65 on. And well, win 25-33. Let's see when the duel is. Is the duel in the second part of the season? And Do we have a Pat Downey at 184? Oh my gosh! I would take I would take Downey over Abinader. We do. It's January twenty sixth through twenty eighth. So it's not Ab- they don't have the exact oh. date set. Is it, is it confirmed what Downey's going? He's been saying on Snapchat one eighty four. On Snapchat. Um, he also on Snapchat. He also had posted revenge porn on Snapchat. No, that was Instagram. That was Instagram. Oh. But also on Snapchat, he goes on ski trips with a hurt ankle while his team's wrestling at West Virginia. Sometimes. Don't talk about Pat Downey. But he's been, I mean, he's saying he's going 84, so. So, 184. All right, so 84 would be Abinator, then Beasley versus. uh, Wilkie. Yep, and then, what's the date on this duel? Late January. It's either, it's January 26th, 27th, or 28th. They don't have the exact date set yet. Stoll versus Adam Kuhn, part 4,000. I'll take Kuhn. Wow, Michigan should (coughs) win this duel. Straight up, right? But Carver Magic. I mean, but Carver Magic. On paper, it's not close. Who's the Who's the most likely guy to get Carvered there? To get Carvered? Carvered up. Zane almost got Carvered last year. So anyone can be Carvered. Happened. To Anybody can be Carvered at any time. Anytime. Maybe um, Meechich. I no. That was my first one too. But there's no one even on his level for Carver Magic. What's his name? Uh. Tomasello, last year he didn't get the major against uh, Laux, right? <laughs> They're not beating Michich. Yeah, it's not good. That be was there. just the first one that came maybe to my mind. Maybe it's Caleb Young Amin. That's going to be one where Young's going to be ranked like 18th, Amin's going to be ranked like 3rd, and Carver Magic. Yeah, Carver Magic. That wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. I think maybe. Wilkie Beasley. Wilkie, if so, if someone tells Round him it's the backside of NCAA's, <laughs> he's gonna. What about acid? 
What if Perez Perez <clears throat> Carver's acid? That's not a Carver. It's not a Carver. That's not a Carver. <laughs> like acid will be barely ranked if he's ranked. That's not a Carver. Yeah, probably seventy-four. I'd say. Seventy-four. I'm with you on that one. I think that fits the mold, right? You there. got. You nailed it. Seventy-four or ninety-seven. Or Mijic. Just kidding. No, not Mijic. All right. There's your, there's All right. Your, so that's well, a great I want, one more thing I want to mention about Iowa. The Iowa City duels are much tougher than usual. They wrestle. What, did they get Coase squad? They wrestle North Dakota State, <laughs> North Dakota State Buffalo, and Iowa Central. So our great tradition of watching the Iowa City duels we are big on a Friday fans. afternoon. We are big Iowa City. No, duels. we're like the anti fans of that. We're the anti fans of Iowa City duels because we'll watch it. And kick ourselves the whole time we watch it. I can't believe we're watching why, this. Why are we watching this? Because we, there's nothing else. To we watch. get a bunch of food on a Friday we get a afternoon, bunch of food, and we watch. Food. <laughs> we love. <laughs> we love the timing of it. It's, it's a at Friday. Like it's at. Yeah. Or is it like noon? It starts at like noon. noon. Yeah, it goes. You to can like still four. get breakfast at McDonald's while this duel's going on. <laughs> it's a tradition here at Flow. We watch. So it. it should be more interesting with two pretty legit teams coming in. Who's the other legit team? NDSU Buffalo. and Buffalo. Wow. Yeah. All that dual, all those that weekend needs now is Simon Fraser. <laughs> I, was, I almost said Simon Fraser. It's really hilarious you said that. Uh, Simon Fraser or you and I. <clears throat> That's not going to happen. Come on. Guys, Iowa, you and I. Make it what if they really had Iowa City duels and it was all the Iowa team? It was like Iowa, Iowa State, Wartburg, uh, you and I. Grandview. You That'd and be I. fire. Co. That'd be fun. Yeah, not going to happen, though. So okay, so Iowa's schedule, pretty legit. They go to Penn State. <coughs> oh, they go to Michigan. Oh, no, that's Ohio State. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Bad reading. But Ohio State ha- hits, like, basically all the tough ones with Minnesota and Iowa at home back-to-back weekends. They uh, also have non-conference duels with Arizona State and NC State, so that's interesting. Pretty tough schedule for, for Ohio State. The problem is... With Ohio State, you know, you don't know who's gonna wrestle. If will NATO be down? Will Kyle be in yeah. Bulgaria? Yeah. So, yeah, their tough duels are gonna come in January. So January, yeah, January twelfth for Minnesota. Which the next when? weekend for Iowa, and then Penn State February second through fourth. Then Michigan the weekend after that. NC State the weekend after that. Is so. that? Is, I wonder if the Penn State ones can be Bryce Jordan Center or. I don't know. They usually have two there. I know I think, that right? Iowa is Bryce Jordan Center this year. For for sure? Someone told me that. Uh, Ohio State's doing two at the shot this year. Minnesota and Iowa. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fans were angry last year. Oh. When they did the shot. What? With no bow? That was not good. Because he rested like a week later. Yeah. All right. I've wanted to watch Zahid Valencia Bo Jordan all last <clears> year. <throat> There were like five opportunities for it to happen, maybe six, and it never did. They never did. There were like four opportunities for it to happen before Midlands. Before Midlands, yeah. Because they were at Journeyman. They were at CKLV. They They dueled dueled. each other. They dueled. They wrestled in a dual competition with only those two schools, and they did not wrestle each other. (laughs) Only those two schools, hence a duel. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to clarify that it was only those two schools there. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't happen. Good dual explanation there by Bracky, as always. Thanks. We need to get SDSU's schedule on here because they got a pretty saucy one. Hang on. As well. It's okay. It's okay. It's not super necessary. Is SDSU's out? UNI's came out. Right. Right. SDSU's is out? Yeah. The only difference, they're not wrestling Oklahoma State because they originally had that on their schedule, and apparently that's not one of the duels required by the Big 12, and something fell through with it. All right. But they get Minnesota at home. They'll have the Dactronics open to start the year, which Minnesota will be at. Um, Central Michigan, Oregon State, Wyoming, Northern Iowa, Iowa State, North Dakota State all come to Brookings. Wow, get jacked. Hey, <coughs> real quick, Kyle, can you or Willie, can you give us the rundown who's scrapping tomorrow, who's scrapping Saturday for the USN Day? I know it's men's freestyle. Yes. I don't even know. I'm just Tomorrow is... Gilman, Steber, Jaden Gwiz. Ooh. Gilman, Steber, Jaden, Gwiz. 
4 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Central. Guys, we get draws. 2 a.m. Yeah, we're getting draws soon. Pacific. We'll know where Jaden and Yasdani Tarati are within an hour we'll or so. We'll know where Logan Steber and the rest of the loaded bracket are. Yeah, we'll we will have – so stay tuned. We will have draws right up on the freestyle guys guys uh, shortly, and we're going to watch Allie Reagan. Live updates for Allie and Victoria, Victoria Anthony. Anthony. Hey, too. are you going to the, – the biggest question here of the weekend – it is not who wins, Sedulayev or Snyder. It is not Jaden Cox or Yazdani Tarati. It is, does Christian show up at the office at 3 a.m. to watch freestyle with his boys here at the office? I can commit. I can confirm. I will be here prior to 3 a.m., ready to watch both nights. No questions asked. <clears throat> he said, baby, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. We will not be lonely. We'll all be here. We'll all be well, here. Well, the thing is, you'll have to leave at 1.30 in the morning from Waco. <laughs> I live 16 miles away. You should probably okay. start driving, like, I don't know. Drive all night, okay? Just stay up. Drive all night. You guys are idiots. You'll You're cross wrong. the state line probably at, like, 2 a.m. Then you only have a couple hours to go from there. So you might miss a little bit. So leave a little bit earlier. I'm not coming. All right. Good. Play us out. Play us We're out. We're just a good old boys. Never mean no harm. If you got triggered, I'm sorry. Once again. I'm thanks. not sorry. Just to be like Gilman. I'm not sorry, actually. Watch for draws. Didn't go Gilman. Go USA. Go Zane. Go Gilman. Go Steber. Go, go Gwiz. Let's get some more. Jordan medals. Ernest. Back. Good luck, Allie. Good luck, Victoria. Thank you. Good luck to you this weekend. Good luck to you guys. Good luck to you Girls. setting your alarms and watching men's freestyle wrestling. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening. We will certainly be back Tuesday. Tuesday. We can all commit to Tuesday here. I feel comfortable with that. Will Nomad be back? Nomad will be back. A jet lag Nomad. Oh boy! Incredible takes. Yeah, I hope he he'll pass out during the show because his <laughs> circadian rhythm. He always notices ridiculous things in arenas too, so I'm really excited to hear about that. Yeah, he's gonna have some really interesting takes. Oh god! Especially the stories <laughs> that's gonna come out. We of that. need to keep him up. Bracky, you're on that. Yep. You make sure you keep him conscious. We want <clears throat> the purest form of Nomad. He's going to come back. He's going to weigh 86 pounds. <laughs> His hair is going to look terrible. He's going to wear a very audacious Baltimore Ravens cap. It's going to be super white. Yeah. <laughs> that will never change. All right. Later. <laughs>